Welcome to This Is Not A Radio Show with your uh, pretty host, me. So, I have next to me these two pretty girls. They're going to introduce themselves. Hi, I'm your second host, Mariana. And today we have a very not so special <laughs> but a guest. Um, hi, my name is Maggie. Um, how are you guys doing today? Not very well. Thank you very much for asking. Nobody cares. Move on. <laughs> Today's, uh, this weekend was a very special um, weekend. Weekend. It so. is. It is. Um, so today's Sunday, right? It's Easter or, well, the last day of Easter, right? And uh, Ramadan and Easter started on Friday and the Passover was also on Friday. Was right? it? So, yeah. So. Wrong. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, Three religions who usually um, are always fighting with each other and Butting have heads. started wars and ended wars because of it. Mm-hmm. They are all in consensus that it's a very special holiday, which is a much, um, much more. Um, <laughs> the better way to say, um, you, you know, happy <laughs> holidays. At this moment, the three person that are listening to us just <laughs> turn off the stuff. And move on to, like, uh, Joe Rogan. <laughs> um, it's a better occasion to say happy holidays to your friends uh, rather than Christmas, where it's just Christmas and Hanukkah, uh, but they're way further apart. That is it? true. So That's happy true. holidays to everyone. Happy holidays. Thank you very much. <laughs> move on. Um, so today we have on the list, I just finished watching the first part uh, a little bit, so we can talk a little bit um, um, about the Johnny Depp's uh, trial. Johnny versus um, Amber. Johnny Depp mm-hmm. versus Amber Heard. Um, so, <laughs> so a little bit of background, um, which they do also kind of, if you know nothing about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, uh, don't worry about it. They will give you kind of the full breakdown while you watch the trial. The trial is seven hours long. I don't have seven hours of my day. <laughs> but um i've heard a little bit of um johnny's sister her name is christy dombrowski and she was i think uh, i may be mistaken but she was the first witness Who? his sister uh, his sister christy his his sister yes johnny's johnny sister, Depp's. johnny Depp's sister huh? um christy dombrowski and she was the first witness and i'm gonna go down and kind of talk about what she what she said mm-hmm so the first part before the they had a break, uh, Chrissy kind of talks about the early life and childhood of both her and Johnny, since they are just a few years apart, Johnny being the youngest of four siblings and her and Christy being the two youngest. Um, and so Chrissy talks about how their father was quite a kind man. Um, their mother, on the other hand, was very abusive. She used to hit their father all the time. And her father, being a very kind, sweet man, would just kind of let her take the rage on him and until it passed. And when they would have these arguments, um, Christy and Johnny used to hit, used to go hiding somewhere in order to not see the fights, not see the argument. They used to hide together and used to find a place to hide, kind of keep peace a bit. Um, 
and their mother not only hit their father, but also both Christy and Johnny. Um, she used to throw things at them uh, when they were kids. But also something that she used to do is call them names. Mm. Uh, Christy decided to not um, say those a lot of the names. She said those are names she would never, she would never dare to say out loud to a person. Uh, so you can imagine something bad, but two of the names that she... Very bad names, you're saying. Yes. Insult. Yes, yeah. insult. She called him, like, Captain Jack Sparrow and stuff like that. Well, that was before he got the role. Um, but one of the names that she did say is that apparently Chris, their mother used to call Christy Violet, which uh, might seem innocent and sweet, but Violet was, um, well, Christy and Johnny's grandma... Um, their paternal grandma, meaning mm -hmm. it was um, their mother's mother-in-law, mm -hmm. right? So it was their father's mother, quite complicated. Mm -hmm. um, and apparently their mother did not like her mother-in-law, mm -hmm. and therefore she used that name against yeah. Christy. She used it, like, in a negative way. In a negative way. And apparently Johnny used to have a lazy eye when he was younger, so the doctors recommend they would kind of patch up the good eye in order for... To kind of force the lazy eye to work better. Now he doesn't have a lazy eye. Well, now he doesn't have a lazy eye. Now he's all lazy. Not just the eye. <laughs> um, but <laughs> and his mother used to call Johnny uh, one eye because he used to have an, a patch uh, on his eye. And uh, obviously, which could be very good for the Captain Jack Sparrow role, right? <laughs> so, why do you want this role today, Johnny? Well, my mother used to call me one eye, so <laughs> that's the start. Uh, but yeah, and it, it was not a good environment. Um, so much so that Christy, Johnny's sister, moved out at the age of 17 mm -hmm. to go, you know, be with her husband. She found a husband, she got married, and she moved out. Good for her. And because she was the last. Um, Because her and Johnny were the last two kids, Johnny was left alone at home with her, her parents, with mm -hmm. their parents. And apparently one night, um, their mother called Christy and she was, she said she had a very slurred speech. She seemed very out of it. Mm -hmm. And she called Christy crying, saying he left, he left, meaning their father. Apparently their father had had enough and he got his things mm -hmm. and left. Most of his kids were out of the house anyway, since they were four children. Yeah. It was just Johnny left. And uh, yeah. Johnny Depp was completely alone with her. Uh, alone with his mother. Mm -hmm. And Christy says she called a friend of theirs, a friend of the family who was a police officer, to go check on the mother because she seemed very unstable, mm -hmm. uh, which she was. She apparently took too many pills. And then the, the family friend, the police officer, they ended up taking her to the hospital And um, although taking too many pills did not stop, it definitely did not get to the same point um, that, that she had to go to rehab or anything. But Johnny was at home when this happened, when they had to take his mother in. Um, eventually, Johnny kind of moved around a bit. He stayed sometimes with his sister, uh, and sometimes he would stay with family friends. Uh, but Christy says that after Johnny completely moved out they still kept in touch with their mother because at the end of the day it's still their mother and they still loved her very much um this is all again um from the christie's perspective perspective we can't really johnny didn't really talk much uh, during this time yet uh, but this is all from christie's perspective eventually actually their mother got quite sick and 
after, this was a few years after Johnny was already an actor. Their mother kind of got sick, and they moved her. They used they used to live in Florida, and they moved her from Florida to to Los Angeles, where they both lived. And she got so sick that she couldn't move. Uh, she couldn't move anymore, so she stayed in Los Angeles, where both Johnny and Christy lived. Um, so Christy's and the attorney kind of asks Christy what her work life is. So at the beginning, she was an assistant, um, an assistant to the producer. She had a complicated title. I'm going to say assistant um, at Columbia Pictures. Um, but the department kind of fell apart. By all this story, what it has to do with the trial? Uh, so it kind of it's giving it's background. Context. So oh, yes. okay. you do kind of see a lot of the times the attorney asks these questions. And everybody's kind of like, and you see um, one of the people kind of objecting, objecting to these questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, what I'm guessing... It's is, irrelevant. Yeah, I, probably. I, but I see what the attorney kind of and the judge kind of rule, overruled most of the times is that it, it has to do with background. Yeah, it gives context. Because, uh, and then as you... Especially, as you hear, yeah, especially in... Objection! Uh, especially, <laughs> in case, especially in cases of abuse, it's very... You're not... It's very common for victims to fall back into that cycle of abuse without even realizing it. it so yeah, it, it builds context. And and the more the more the trial goes on, you kind of see. So I'll, I'll I'll just say more. Uh, so apparently, after she she was insistent at Columbia Pictures, and that department kind of fell apart. Some people went on to other branches with mm-hmm. the experience they had, but because um, Christy had already experience working as an assistant, and because it was her brother. She decided to work for her brother because one day she she says the one day she got to his house, and he had a plane ticket, but it was like all messed up. So because she was already used to doing those things for other people, she started working for her brother since she already had that experience, and she became his assistant essentially. Um, she kind of she mostly oversees her perks. And they also kind of explain what perks is for celebrities, meaning she, every time he would get a contract, she would make sure that he had everything he needed. Um, one of the things, for example, was making sure he had a house and accommodations for his children. This was back when his children were younger and he was still married to um, his first wife. To his f- wife. Um, Wait, him and Amber never got married, did they? They did get married. They did. Later, but he was married to... Um, Vanessa. Vanessa Parody, that's her name. He was married to Vanessa Parody, which he had two children with. Uh, one being, and they do address them, uh, Jack and Lily Rose. Lily Rose Depp having way more um, recognition in the model and uh, acting industry. Um, not only for being his his child but you know just being a model um and so when they were younger she would make sure the kids would be able to see their father and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um so she kind of became his manager but not having that official title but doing most things that managers do and so johnny they also talk about how johnny has a production company uh, with his sister called infinitive nile and um Christy is the president of Infinity Vile, so she she also oversees a lot of the things. Um, and 
Christy explains that with the success of Pirates in the Caribbean, Johnny had so much, um, he had so much more fans. He had to up his security. He couldn't even walk outside anymore as a normal person as he used to do before. Um, Johnny got with so, so much more recognizable that he used, he had to hire this guy called Jerry Judge. Um, and they had met in the early, uh, late 90s. Johnny, um, Jerry used to work for a security company. But after Pirates of the Caribbean and Johnny needed way more security, they decided to contact Jerry and he became their security up until Jerry's passing. Um, and they talk about, uh, they kind of talk about how Vanessa and Johnny had quite an okay marriage. They were married for about 14 years. Um, and c when Johnny and Vanessa used to be married, that they, Christy used to see the kids almost every day. They lived close. Johnny seemed fairly happy. I mean, they ended up divor getting divorced, so... It wasn't definitely, I'm not going to lie, probably wasn't all um, cupcakes and flowers. Hmm. But Christy says that, you know, Johnny seemed happy and she used to see the kids all the time. Mm -hmm. Obviously, also as the kids got older, and he was a great father, um, he never hit his kids. The attorney kind of asks if Johnny ever was having that experience of violence. Was he ever himself violent? violent and they always talk. They were talking about how he was never violent. So this is all about Johnny. Uh, what about the the lady, the Amber? Amber Heard. Amber. Uh -huh. So, um, so they do kind of talk about um, when Christy first met Amber. She seemed a bit standoffish, which already kind of can tell you something, but not really. People sometimes are weird when they meet new people and when they are in uncomfortable situations. You can seem a bit standoffish, a bit yeah, yeah, I get the that. corner. But she said after a few encounters, she seemed like a fairly happy person. This is all Christie's perspective with um, Johnny's whole life. Um, but the funny thing is, um, this is this is to me where I find it weird. So Johnny has they ask about Johnny and where he lived and how many houses he owned. He owned five penthouses, mm -hmm. which. It was four people seems a lot weird, but um, but it seemed fairly normal. But apparently, Amber's sister lived in one of the penthouses, and a couple who was also Amber friends uh, lived in another penthouse rent free. And the attorney, the attorney, kind of asks why rent free, and and Christy just simply answers, "Well, because they were." Amber's friends and Amber and Johnny were together. They lived yeah. together at that point. And, you know, mm -hmm. it's not like Johnny desperately yeah. needed the money yeah. in, in order to... Maybe now he does. Maybe now he does. Um, <laughs> in order to um, to have them pay rent. So, um, but after he moved in with Amber, Christy talks about how she didn't see Johnny as much. Okay. That he kind of disappeared every time he would come downtown to visit them. He would be almost desperate to get back home. Mm. He, uh, uh, Christy talks about how she definitely, he was a bit weird. And because she was his manager, well, she had a, a similar role to his manager. Um, she was the one who always booked an, uh, 
the hotel rooms every time they needed to travel. And Christy talks about how always booking double rooms, right? Always talking to, yes, always she always booked more than one room. Mm-hmm. And because when Johnny and Amber used to fight, it, he needed the escape. Circled back into the same thing that they used to do when Johnny was little, which was go into a separate room to escape from that toxicity, to mm-hmm. from that conversation, and which now you see the relevance of yeah the background. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fairly it's quite interesting because kind of, this kind of people who grow up in a kind of toxic environment has like a kind of magnet to uh, attract. Mm-hmm. yes yeah they people. yeah they continue the cycle of abuse because they never learned any better because that's how they grew up that's how they were conditioned yeah when you believe see that was okay even if like rationally speaking they're like oh yeah i know that this is wrong part of them still feels like not only like victim blaming themselves but also like um they fall back into those patterns because they don't know anything else yeah when you see yeah when you don't when you see two people arguing if you grew up in a household where arguing is constant you'll end up believing that arguing is the only solution itself a, a a love language yeah in itself if you're not arguing are you even you even love each other uh, because right. you grew up in that environment with because that's all you around. learned um and therefore it it kind of t- that's why a lot of people go to therapy people think that therapy is just for crazy people but it's also to unlearn that the things that you've been taught that you think it's normal. That I think you could really benefit from this conversation. <laughs> what? Um, yeah, exactly. I think are, are we still talking about the trial? <laughs> um and then this is this is the end of the first half. Um This is one of the witnesses, right? Yes, yeah, so one of the witnesses being Christy I forgot her last name. Um being Johnny's sister. Okay, so now for uh, this person, this one person who still listening to the <laughs> this podcast, uh, one listener. Yeah, this one listener. We have something something uh, like really exclusive from the this is our radio show, which is this is our radio show had access to one of the witnesses. This guy uh, used to work as uh, uh, used to clean shoes to Amber, and his name is uh, Juan. And let's let's hear what he has to say. Hello, Juan. Are you there? Hello. Yes, I'm here. So, what do you have to say about Amber? So, yeah, she she seemed like a really nice person, and then she's starting to treat me like, and she's starting to yell at me like, Juan, you mother. What the are you doing? And stuff like that. And because I'm from Mexico... Oh, I shouldn't say that. Now she knows that I'm not Juan. And I'm Manuel. Oops. Okay, Juan, thank you for your cooperation. Uh, move on. <laughs> well, um, that a very much realistic mm-hmm. um, witness. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So totally sorry. real. I mean, this is something exclusive, you know? Sorry to Juan or um, Manuel. No, it's not supposed to say Manuel. Oops. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, to <laughs> Sorry to Manuel who had to... No, 
to Juan who has to go through that. Sounds like a very traumatic experience. Moving on, um, it seemed, yeah, it, it, it's breaking the cycle of abuse. Um, maybe Juan needs to assess that for himself and his life. That maybe having terrible bosses is not a good thing. Yes, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, what can what can you say about um breaking the cycle of abuse? Because Johnny and Christy they said as the question when talking about children and if Johnny had ever hit his children, um, Christy mentioned that both her and Johnny had always kind of vowed to each other that they would never be like their parents. Mm. Um, they would never yell at their children and be abusive the way, especially his mother was. They always tried to, and like Christy affirms, now it's only, we can only conclude by what she says. We can't really mm-hmm. know if it's true or not. Um, but it seemed like they kind of vowed and they kind of went with their promise and they were good parents to their respective children. What can you tell about the cycle of abuse? Do, y- do you guys think about breaking the cycle of abuse? Is that a, a real thing to you guys? To answer your question, um, I feel like, you know, we all have, you know, struggles. Uh, you know, I think... I think it's uh, really hard at this day and age to be like, oh, no, I have never been abused. I have never been, like, at least emotionally abused by a superior, like, a parent, for example. <laughs> Not naming names, of course. Not naming names, but, like, you know, parents. Um, I feel like it creates that sort of fear. Why are you laughing? Because you made a face. What face? Your Pennywise face. Uh, sadly, you guys don't have, uh, we don't have the our watchers today, but you would have seen the very hilarious Pennywise the, face that I made. Yeah, that that's the thing that I want to bring in the table because uh, this, yeah. What? Pennywise? Not, not Pennywise. Uh, the, the fact that uh, this is just an audio. So if we have more than three people listen to this, <laughs> next, how low the bar next, is. next time... <laughs> We're going to do it like video and everything, and we're going to put it on all platforms like mm-hmm. uh, YouTube and Spotify. Uh, Spotify, Apple TV, not Apple, not Apple TV, just Apple Music. Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Apple Music, Apple Pie, <laughs> everywhere. Anywhere you could listen anywhere, to podcasts. <laughs> anywhere also, there, there's an Apple involved, we're going to be there. Uh, but also, uh, wherever you watch your podcast i know some people like to watch their podcasts and we are gonna put out on youtube if that's how low the bar is if we have two three more three than three viewers. more than three i mean if we, if we have two it's good enough <laughs> okay we'll consider it putting out if we have at least two <laughs> i mean there's three people on this table <laughs> that's all we have all we have to do is just us each <laughs> each watch it once yeah, yeah. <laughs> um But yeah, um, that's kind of what the first half. Um, Christy also talks about um, she wasn't uh, about their marriage um, and about the prenup. So apparently, uh, Johnny's lawyers advised him to sign a prenup mm-hmm. because he has kids to leave his money to. If it wasn't, it was more for the kids that they wanted him to sign a prenup more than anything else. Because if he didn't sign a prenup, which he didn't. If they didn't sign the prenup, it would have been more about 
you know what? At the end of the day, if it was just him, no kids, he would have lost his money, right? It was just his life. You lose it, whatever. But because he has two children, um, his lawyers kind of advised him, hey, you should sign a prenup because you have two children mm-hmm. where the money goes to after you leave this earth. Or if anything happens to you, the, the money should go to your children. But if you marry this woman without a prenup, the money might not go to your children. And so... Absolutely. And that happens a lot. Yeah. And so his his lawyers advised him to sign a prenup. And Amber kind of it, hap- it actually happens with, uh, I mean, allegedly with the first son of John Lennon that uh, allegedly his second wife, uh, Yoko Waro, uh, you know... They don't want to sign a prenup? N- I don't know, but I guess... Uh, he he kept everything that John Lennon had or earned, you see. And then this first guy, I don't know if it's Julian. Yes, his, his first kid. His first son, yeah. It, uh, ended up with having whatever uh, Yoko wanted to give to him. Let's just read this somewhere. Just oh. to show you yes, guys we, how cool I am. Yes, we've seen an interview before <laughs> you and I. Um, we've, yes, Sean and Julian. Julian being... Um, John Lennon's first, if I'm not mistaken, um, he had with who did John Lennon have his first kid with? It wasn't Linda. That was uh, no Linda is it's Paul's Paul's wife, and I guess she still is. Isn't she? She's dead. So she died. Yes, in the (laughs) nineties. In the in the nineties, she died. She yes. I spent. I spent all the nineties on drugs. Did you really? <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> I didn't have internet <laughs> in the nineties. Clearly, that's why you had two children in your early twenties. Yeah, it was early two thousands though. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't on the nineties. My bad. My bad. N- Wait, how old were you in the nineties? Like six. <laughs> <laughs> you were doing drugs. No, actually, I was six in the eighties. When the nineties started, you were six. I was seven. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> you were seven year old doing drugs. I was seven. Love that for you. Now, when it started, when it ended, I was seventeen. So it was like ten years, you yeah. know, ninety one, ninety two, and so on. Yeah, we know yeah. math. I may be terrible at it, but I know slightly math. So yeah, don't do drugs. I was non drugs. I'm just kidding. Uh, mm-hmm. Cynthia, just, just sniffing some glue. <laughs> Um, Cynthia. So Cynthia, being John uh, John Lennon's first wife, Cynthia Lennon. She still addressed as Cynthia Lennon on the internet. Um, but yeah, we we've heard something similar. Where I don't know if um, they signed the prenup or not. But yes, where Julian's things and things that John had left for his first kid, Julian, um, ended up being auctioned because Yoko Uno auctioned his off his uh, John's things. Yeah, he left for Julian off to, to you know. Um and Julian had to buy it from He ended people. up yeah, he ended up buying with his own money, his own stuff on auction. Yeah. Is, I mean it's very sad. We don't know how prenup worked, but even if he did that had a prenup, but rather John just said Yoko can have anything. Um but I don't know. I don't no, know. I don't, believe, I don't believe John cared about um, that much about his first son and his first wife. Yeah, we there's stories that yeah, yeah. I guess he got like really, really blinded with this uh, Yoko Ono. 
But there are stories that he yelled in so much into um, his son's ear his that he went jo- deaf. Um, into Julian's ears so much that he's slightly deaf from one ear. Well, that sounds traumatic. Yeah. And then he sings, imagine there's no heaven and imagine all this is in a world. That yeah. Mm-hmm. People talk about how hypocritical that song was even it's back then. Terrible. Because. Imagine no possessions. Yeah. Be- because who was, I think it was um another British singer. I've, I might be mistaken. I thought you were going to bring up the Gal Gadot. <laughs> I could bring that up. But um, I think it was Elton John. I might be mistaken. But apparently um, John Lennon was getting stressed about something. About his car or something, and then um, Elton John was like, Im- "What about imagine there's no no possessions?" And he was like, "Bro, you know that's just a song, right?" Uh, which is like, yeah, it made him money. Which um, it was quite hypocritical of him because he had all the money. And uh, speaking of hypocrit- uh, hypocrit- uh, speaking hypocrisy, of hypocrisy in that song uh, during the early pandemic days. All the celebrities living in their mansions decided to sing that song. Mm-hmm. It's like, <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. And, and the people who had to, like, like us, we're five people living in a small apartment. You know, that's true. So many people like uh, living Plus in the same situation. Cats. Plus two cats. And eleven fishes. <laughs> now we have fishes. eleven fishes. And four snails. I love yeah. that for us. Now one now of them is dead. We don't know. Yeah, no, he was literally headless. Who? The albino one. They literally oh, yes. ate Now him. we have to. <laughs> <laughs> he lost his head. And the other one that got fried on the lamp. <laughs> Maybe it's nine. Okay. <laughs> Let's put it this way. It's nine. Nine fishes. Four five snails. confirmed alive. <laughs> the other five, we'll see. Um, the rest of them, maybe. But well, we didn't have those at the early pandemic days, but people. So many people that were in the same similar situation like us, people who are in worse situations than us, so many people live in the same house, all now quarantined, all now together. And these celebrities who have giant ass mentions mm. were singing, imagine there's no possessions. Now and who like, said that? Who said that? So many people. Um, no, that line specifically, who said that? Did Pedro Pascal say that, that, was line Pedrito, that was Pedrito. Um, <laughs> but Gal Gadot, I mean, I understand Gal Gadot probably had she, she organized that. Yeah. She, she organized that that video. She mm-hmm. asked each celebrity to sing mm. a little bit. Um, I, 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 I believe she probably had good intentions. She did. I think it was more like about like unity. I think it was more like, oh, see, look at these trying times. Like, we're all... They should have we just... We all have uh, to deal with this. Nothing. Like, yeah. Or choose another song. Like... Uh, quiet. Completely. You know, that song from Michael Jackson, like, Heal the World. You know? Yeah. Make it a better yeah. place for you and for me and for that the entire been. human race. Mm. You see? Yeah. I don't know. It's just an idea. Definitely. Mm. But no, they decided to go with the imagine there's no possessions and imagine mm. there's no cars. And yeah, it's easy for you to imagine. You have the money. You don't need possessions. It's hard for you to imagine. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it's very hard for you. Like for yeah. you, it's imagining. For so many people, it's we don't need to imagine. It's, it's a reality. Yeah, it's exactly how we live uh, yeah it's like that those kind of people who said uh who say they don't care about money it's all rich yeah. people yeah it's always rich people who, or like when they say oh money can't buy you happiness yeah yes yeah it's because you have what you need to survive so yeah like you'll be fine i understand when people talk about money can't buy you happiness like sure money can't buy you the 
the fulfillment. Money can't buy you emotions, but it can buy you things to make you happy. Yeah. And I understand like billionaires who who have who could have everything but can't really feel that mm-hmm. serotonin. Um but at the end of the day, like if you're poor and this myth that poor people are happier. You you know that? Yeah, I like, hate that. It, it's such a myth because obviously when poor people get slightly an ounce of anything, they'll be much content than if a rich person than a rich person who has that like regularly. Like to them that's just a normal thing, but to poor people it's like Oh, look at this that we didn't have before. Look, like they're happier for the little, for like the little things. But it's it's a myth. Obviously, people are happier yeah. for little things, because we didn't have anything before. Um, so it's it's very much a hypocrisy of like mm-hmm. poor people are happier. Not be poor people aren't happier. Just they just have to be happy because if you're sad and poor, like <laughs> they're gonna get you. Yeah, it's like when you got some. Yeah, when you have something that you can't afford and. For some reason, you have it. Uh, of course, you're gonna get happy. You're gonna be happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's what you just said, right? Exactly what I said. Thanks for mansplaining. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and so reaching the because end. This is like when you have everything, and you get something new. It's like very common to you. So you're not happy. You're just normal, <laughs> <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. Um, and so reaching the end, of the end of the first half of Christie's uh, deposition, because um, then they went on a break. Oh, we were so off topic. <laughs> well, that's kind of supposed to be. Um, but I'm just so so finishing off my section. Um, Christie. Um, oh, I I thought you were done. No, it's just it's just just a little bit. Oh, what about the cream? Dream? I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. So I haven't seen that specific Okay, part. so from what I know. Ooh, but people what? on Twitter. So people cream? on Twitter. Cream. Yeah, okay, listen. There's that cream. It was like with... Um, Arnica cream. Yes. Uh, cream for bruises. I, oh, I, 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 no, I saw it was about like no. Ginger Baker and uh, Harry Clapton. And, uh, See what I'm saying? Guy. Um, um, no, but... That's his name. The bass player. I forgot his name. Oh, God. I can't forget this. So what happened? Yeah, it was Ginger Baker. It was Eric Clapton, and it was. uh, Yeah, but what were they doing? What about them? Cream. What do you mean? What they do? Cream, the band. Oh. (laughs) No, it's they're not about cream, as in like. If yeah, and you know they they were about to to play a this gig on the North Pole, and they were called Ice Cream. Mega mezcla. <laughs> um, so anyway, okay. so wait. Circling back. Have you seen anything on Twitter? You, are I you trying to look, Are you gonna talk about what I told you? Yeah. Okay, do you want me to say it? No, no, no. Because I want to feel like I know about this. <laughs> um. Okay. So from what I heard from a very um trustworthy sources, um. Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> Twitter.com. It's Jack Bruce. I just remember now. No. Uh, <laughs> I, I saw it on Google. Jack Bruce. Oh, Ginger Baker it? and Eric Clapton. Eric Clapton, of course. More more important of, of those. Yeah, totally. Didn't like Harry Clapton get canceled this year? Who, did, who didn't? Harry Clapton, the 
anti-vax guy. Oh yeah, that, oh, there you go. <laughs> that's why. Yeah, that's that's one reason for it. Yeah, I remember he got like slightly canceled because people were comparing him, especially at the same time that Eric Clapton was talking about being anti-vax. David Grohl was talking about like y'all. If y'all not vaccinated, don't even bother coming to my show. Wish people yeah. were pissed at. But y'all, for, y'all forget that he was in Nirvana. Yeah. With, with Kurt Cobain. Literally? Are you kidding me? He, you know, like, if y'all don't like women and, <laughs> and if y'all are racist, we're, like, there's literally an old exactly. Nirvana poster talking about, like, if y'all are racist, uh, sexist, homophobic, don't even bother coming to our show. Yeah. Like, a Nirvana poster. Mm-hmm. So people are, like, surprised that yeah years later like 20 20 years later 30 years later david Grohl still stand still has the same ideals of like if y'all not yeah you know if y'all not with they get to get out of here even bother coming to my show i mean you could always buy it he's not gonna like are you a liberal like do you believe in a vaccine it's not like he's gonna ask everyone individually but it's sort of like those are my morals i don't know what eric clapton said about the vaccines i guess he just was saying like an old man who doesn't mi- who doesn't mind he doesn't that. care you know this like uh, you want to get this vaccine you get this vaccine you want that you don't want to get the vaccine it's up to you i guess it was something like that but people mm. uh, it's very easy for people <laughs> just to point fingers and say this guy is anti-vaccine um what are we talking about vaccines yes absolutely take them all <laughs> you should get like the it's on a fifth those now fourth yeah first one just they just like recommend it like if you want to get the fourth it's not it's not mandatory I mean, it's just it's the first two that are mandatory, mandatory. right and then, then the if you want to get a booster it's called what booster. about that guy who took like uh 100 or like how many was what what are you talking about never heard of that one. no no it was some guy i guess it was on germany or netherland uh, <laughs> somewhere like that northern europe i don't know so uh you give it to the it, europe it was, to be crazy he was getting paid to get the vaccines because of the, the vaccination card. Mm-hmm. So people were like, oh, you go over there, you get the vaccine, you give me the card, <laughs> I'll pay you. <laughs> so the guy took like, I don't know, 100 or like a lot. <laughs> this sounds like a community at, episode. Yeah, in the same place. Uh, which one? In the <laughs> same place. At, at, at some point, like the nurses over there were like, oh, we see this man. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Haven't you been here? Is you again? <laughs> Um, yes, there's a community. There's a community episode where Pierce takes a bunch of um, vaccines because he wants to be invincible. Oh, is it like when afterwards he even got like addicted to painkillers or whatever it was? No, nah, it was just it was just a flashback scene. Oh, then I, I wouldn't remember. Um, but yeah, uh, people are crazy that way. People would just want to be invincible. <laughs> Europeans. I thought you know if you told me it was a Florida man, I would believe it. <laughs> so it was in Germany, and the guy got. 87 doses of COVID-19 <laughs> vaccine, allegedly, of course. Yeah, did, did he not feel the symptoms? I felt that's the thing, like right, like that's the thing, like people said, like how far apart did he get each? The second dose, you get like really sick, I guess. I got. I didn't get. Because, I guess. Yeah, because a lot of people did have. Some people. When I got. When some I got people get sick. Some people. Yeah. yeah. Some people don't. The only thing I got like was 87. When I got when I got my second dose, of both doses, I felt my body kind of like very heavy, but I was able to go to work. I took both doses on a Sunday, and having to go to work the next day, so I went to work. I didn't feel any symptoms except very tired. 
my body feeling really heavy and kind of like, why would you take that? Like, you don't feel the symptoms or anything? Right. Are you They're not, maybe because some people were asking because uh, for the vaccine card. and Yeah. Yeah, some people believe they put a microchip. And other people saying <laughs> your body turns into the magnet. <laughs> so he wanted to test all the theories? <laughs> yeah. He's like, if I take enough vaccines, will I become Magneto? <laughs> maybe. Will I be able to attract metal itself if I take enough vaccines? I was going to talk about the cream. Okay, let's talk about the cream. <laughs> Go on. So apparently Amber Heard uh, was talking about how um, most of her bruises went away because of the cream that she was using. The Arnica cream. Arnica cream. Arnica. 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 Something like that, yeah. It's like a brand or it's a, uh, the type of... That's the brand. of the Whatever cream. the type of cream they put it on. It's a skin cream, sort of okay. like help heal bruises, right? So what happened to the cream? Um, well, a lot so of Arnica people were... Is actually, Arnica is a plant. Oh, that's, you see, it's not a brand. It's, it's whatever the ingredient the cream has. And, yeah. and so a lot of people were like debunking her, saying that they do often use that cream, but it doesn't work as well as, the, as she's saying that it works. Yeah, so it's supposed to help the natural healing of a bruise. Mm-hmm. Uh, it heals faster, helps healing faster, but it still goes through the stages of natural healing. Just instead of, for example, a bruise who would take like, a month to disappear, maybe takes a little bit less than a month. Mm-hmm. Like depending on weeks. how, yeah, yeah, depending on how bad the bruise is, um, it just takes again. It takes it's uh, it still goes through the course of natural healing. Just faster. And I saw a stunt woman on um, Twitter uh. talking about how, as a stunt woman, she's quite familiar with Arnica cream. Um, and she posted a picture with three days apart where she talks about, this is my natural development, three days apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you can see, it definitely healed faster, but what? it didn't go away because of Amber Heard claimed that the reason why her bruises were went away so quickly three days apart is because she used Arnica cream. And people are like, hey, you know, doesn't really work doesn't, like it's not magical. It just helps. It doesn't really work like that. And yeah, and people are calling her a big fat liar. But I would have to watch the trial first. Watch that far. Yeah. How far have you gotten? So there's like seven hours. And I watched like ah, uh, one hour. We can bring back the subject next uh, week. Next podcast, yeah. Because next week is going to be a lot more. I think they're going to take the course of this whole week, probably, to do the mm-hmm. whole trial. Yeah, and next week we'll talk about it. We can, before we wrap up, can we also talk about John John Oliver? We, yes. Uh, yes, because we all saw that. So the way uh, last week, John Oliver decided to blackmail the government. And I love that. that. I love that for him, as he should. Somebody had to do it, and I'm glad it was him. I'm glad it was a British it guy. It wasn't blackmail, but yeah. It, it mm, I guess not. It wasn't illegally acquired information. No, it wasn't. So it's not. That, that's the whole point. Yeah, that was. W- the whole yeah, point. that's. Yeah. A, it's make it illegal. That's that's the whole point. Yeah, but we're gonna bring it on next week. Okay, so we can talk stay, about it next week. Stay next week tuned. We'll talk about so stay tuned because next week we will properly talk about <laughs> the rest of John Johnny Depp's and Amber Heard's trial, and we'll also talk about John Oliver, which I love. I think he's a fantastic reporter, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I love. Uh, the Tonight Show with John Oliver. So stay tuned for next week's episode. This was 
but this is not a radio show. Thanks for listening and for Thank you for the whoever is still there. For the one person that stayed. Thank you for the pizza guy. I believe there's not even one person at this point. Bye-bye, pizza guy. Bye, pizza guy. (laughs) (laughs) And the magic was revealed. This is not a radio show.